All right. So $29,000, your first four months of business. What's up, Jennifer? Can you tell us a little bit about how you started with permanent jewelry and then how you've been able to be so successful so quickly? Sure. So originally I I saw permanent jewelry coming up and I saw it becoming up and coming. And my best friend and I spent eight months trying to get an appointment somewhere locally within like an hour and a half driving to have this done. Had my first bracelet done and I was intrigued by it, intrigued by the process, you know, how quick it was done. And then I went and had my eyebrows done and I was talking to the person that owns that shop and she's like, oh, my sister looked to get into permanent jewelry, but she wasn't sure she could afford it. There's a lot of overhead. And I was like, huh. So Christmas Day, my boys went to their dads. I did some research and I realized this is something I could swing. So as I was searching how to get trained, how to, how to know how to do it correctly, I came across Link. And so I researched and I looked and the next day I called on December 26th, I got a live person on the phone, was able to ask questions, had all my questions answered and hung up the phone and purchased my training and my original machine immediately. Awesome. And then you said your first event was in February, right? Correct. Awesome. So I got my machine um, at the first week of January. I wanted to take some time trying things out, testing it, getting my welds perfect, and really putting my name out there. And I didn't start advertising about myself until I had the machine in hand. I wanted to be confident in what I was doing, and I didn't want to jump the gun too soon. Yep. So I gave January was my training month, was my answer all my questions, figure everything out. And then February was my first event. Great. And then you are originally a school teacher, right? Or that's what you Correct. do full time. Yes, I'm a full time special ed high school teacher. Awesome. And so you kind of do this on the weekends or evenings. Like, how do you schedule that out? So what I do is I started with doing Saturdays and Sundays. And then as people started requesting more uh, private parties, I started offering Thursday or Friday night private parties. So Thursday or Friday night or private parties, if someone wants me to come to their home and they have a group of friends or something like that. And then Saturday and Sundays, I do venues and bigger events. Nice. And so what does you, your typical event bring in as far as profit? So it can range. Um, some of the smaller events, like I will never say no to a place because you don't know who you're going to meet there. Okay. So I've had small pop-ups in bakeries and I've had large events. Like I go to a shop called The Mint Leaf that is a gift and home decor store and they have 20,000 followers on Facebook. So when I book an event through Calendy and I post my Calendy to their Facebook page, I fill right up. So it it definitely goes back and forth. But my largest event um, in a weekend, I made four thousand eight hundred and forty five dollars. Wow! In one weekend, four thousand. In one weekend, and that was a five and a half hour event on a Saturday and a two hour event on a Sunday. That's awesome. So yeah. I'm guessing that's a little bit more than your you make it per day as a teacher. Uh, it, it's a lot more than what I make per day per teacher. In fact, in the four months that I've been in business, um, and this is successfully booking. Almost every weekend. And I'm not going to say that I couldn't book those weekends, but if I had a, a family event or something to do with my children, obviously my family comes first. But out of 22 events, I've made $29,666. Well, congrats to you. Thank you. Yeah, I know my parents were both school teachers. They're retired now, but I understand that they they would have loved to have some extra income like this, you know, when they were teaching. Yeah. And honestly, teaching, but also I'm a single mom. 
So I have a 16-year-old son who just started driving. I was just able to successfully help him purchase his first car. I have a 13-year-old son. So that helps me too, because we're not living paycheck to paycheck. I'm able to do those extra things. Like my youngest is a big 76ers fan. I was able to take him to one of the playoff games because I can't financially afford to do those things with him now. That's awesome. And one of your sons helps you in the business, right? Yes. My oldest son, Jack, he'll be 17 in June. Um, I pay him $15 an hour. And what he does is he gets, I write down a list of what appointment times we are expecting who. He has them fill out the waivers, make sure both sides are signed. Um, We'll answer any questions if someone comes up because we're in a public place. So if they come up with questions, he'll try to answer those questions as well. And then he cashes everyone out. So he looks to see what chain I'm using, what that price is. I do all of my pricing per inch. So he'll look to see what that price is per inch. He'll start doing the math as I'm finishing welding the person. And then they go right over to him and he handles all of the cash, the credit cards, the Venmo, all of that. That's awesome. Because not only are you providing him with like an extra source of income, but now, you know, you're teaching him all the, the not tricks, but like you're teaching him skills of being an entrepreneur and what it takes to run a, a business. And that's, to me, that's one of the most valuable skills in the world. Absolutely. And not only that, it builds our bond because he gets to see me outside of being mom. Whereas when he's with me, he's employee We're we're running this together. And it also helps that he's strong and can carry everything in for me, set up the table, set everything out. He breaks it all down and loads it all back into the car for me as well. Awesome. Now, earlier you mentioned, you said original machine. Are you still using the same machine you bought or have you switched? I switched over to the Orion. Okay. And how's that been? I love it. I honestly wish I would have did it sooner. Um, One of the things that I did very beginning of my business is all the money that I originally made, I reinvested. So whether that be reinvesting in buying extra chain or Mm -hmm. reinvesting in a new machine, I've done that. And I even have to say, I recently had an issue with my Orion. It kept just randomly freezing. And I called the company. They were phenomenal. They said, when's your next event? I told him, I'm like, it's a Monday. I have my event Friday. He goes, I will have a machine at your house by Friday. He goes, here's a machine. Here's your loaner machine. I put yours in the box, ship it back for free. We will fix it. We will return it to you. It was seamless. And the person was phenomenal that helped me. That's awesome. And that was through Sunstone? That was, yes. Awesome. Um, so for those who are, you know, maybe thinking about starting a permanent jewelry business, or maybe they just started, or maybe they're, you know, just have one right now and they're just watching this, um, what would you say your top, you know, must have tools are? My top must have tools are your cutters, your pliers, um, a ruler, things like that, a case to carry everything in. I display my certificate at all events, Mm -hmm. and that brings up a lot of questions. And I say, not, you know, which is true, not everyone invests to get certified in this. And it's something that's important because you want to know what to do and what you could run into. And you want to be trained to handle any of those situations. And Link definitely trains you for all of that. But the number one thing I would say is always have back supply on you. So often I hear people say, oh, I have 20 people coming to a party. How much chain do I need? All of it, mm-hmm. all of it, buy whatever you can afford because you might plan, oh, a bracelet for 20 people. What happens if they want a necklace? What happens if they want two? Uh, my biggest event weekend, I had a woman come in for a bracelet. She left with five bracelets, two necklaces, wow. and she had two other people with her that also got multiple pieces. Now, if I didn't have a case full of back stock that I'm just ready to put out if I run out of something, then what? I would have lost those sales. So that is something very important. In fact, this is my little my little box oh, that yeah. is packed 
packed. I can't get anything else in here. And this <laughs> is in my case for every event, because when I run out of something, I have something else. And I also make sure that I have chains starting at $7 an inch. I also have chains that go up to $25 an inch. I have 14 karat gold that starts at $35 an inch. Mm -hmm. And I do this so I can meet everyone's budget because essentially you just want to make your customer happy. Yep. Do you do many charms? I do. I do. I do more connectors than charms. Um, I feel as though when it's permanent, something that dangles, it seems like a lot of my clients, I do offer those, but it seems like most of my clients want the connectors because they want something that's going to be embedded in the chain. And there's nothing to get caught on. So less of a risk for breakage and things of that sort. Now, are you finding you're selling more like gold filled or sterling silver or solid gold? I sell more gold filled, but I do sell a lot of 14 karat gold. Okay. I do. And I always have it on display. So I use a watch box. I have 20 displays in my watch box. And three of those are 14 karat gold, um, two yellow gold, one white gold. Then I have eight of them are gold filled and eight are sterling silver. Nice. Um, so as far as pricing goes, are you pricing per inch or per? I am, yes. Yeah. Everything is per inch. And how is that, that to be the most. I love it. I found it to be most effective because now you can meet everyone's price budget. Whereas if you're just having bracelets being, well, this is just my personal opinion, but if you just have bracelets, oh, bracelets start at $45 and, you know, different tiers or something, but now you're limiting people. So if you're doing a per inch, they could say, oh, I could afford a ring like that. That's pretty cool. Or yeah, you know what? I'll go with $7 an inch. I can do that. But I like this more expensive one too. I can save up for that. So you're giving them a wider range to meet all people. And I feel like that's most beneficial. At least awesome. for myself, it has been. Yeah, that's cool. Um, as far as like, you know, if someone's starting out or like they're thinking about like, oh, should I train myself or should I invest in a training company? Because, you know, some people are like, well, and I understand this, but like $3,000 is a big investment for some people. And so what would you tell them about like if they're scared to invest? Uh, do it. Invest. I mean, I invested the 3000 I invested two more because I bought the machine. Um and I made $29,000 so far. <laughs> so you want you want to be trained. You want to be trained. There's, there's nothing that you can easily make money and walk into in life without investing in that training, that knowledge, that background. And what even came up for myself is I had an outdoor event. And I was sitting there and it was pouring. And I'm like, I can't weld people in the rain. Like this just isn't safe. And I feel as though if I didn't have the background knowledge. And if I didn't know what was happening when you're welding someone and all of that, would I have known that this is not safe for me to do? You know, that, that's an important an important piece of knowledge that not everyone would have. Yep, for sure. I mean, you, like that's, that's one of the things that we really harp on is like safety and knowing like yeah. the fundamentals and stuff because it is, it's not a toy, you know? No, no. And it, it's not a toy. And another great beneficial with linked is that we have our private Facebook group. So there are so many questions that you can put out there. And that's something I wish I would have did more of in the beginning was ask those questions. I kind of sat back and watched a little bit. And then I went from watching a little bit to learning a lot to now answering a lot of the time because I, I see the people posting questions. What would you do here? What should we do here? And it's beneficial to share knowledge. It's It's more like we're a family. We all answer each other's questions. We all encourage each other, help each other out. And that's just a great, a great environment that we have. Yeah, I love that. Um, and then because I, I know that you've been on other Facebook groups and stuff. Yes. And 
you know, you can tell the difference between other Facebook groups and the linked group. You, you definitely can. Um, a lot of times I see like people, oh, I'm looking for a machine or, oh, I want to start this cheap. And you, you can't be successful with something if you're not going to invest your time and your money. There's no cheap way to start something that's solid. Um, and yeah, there's no the other Facebook groups. You'll see a little bit of bullying sometimes, or why don't you do this? Or mm -hmm. you don't see that with us. It, it, it just doesn't happen. We're all encouraging each other. We all support each other. Sometimes you'll get private messages like, oh, how did you do that? I didn't want to ask on the page. But that's what's great. That's what you learn. You learn where where you get what you need to get and how to do it. Yep, exactly. Um, and then you, I think before we started filming this, you mentioned something about the Jackery. Can you tell people about that? The Jackery is, um, it's essentially a little battery that we plug into. It's a generator, but it doesn't mm -hmm. make that generator noise that you would think of. Yeah. Um, and it is phenomenal. That is the best investment that I spent because I can't tell you how many times someone will say, oh yeah, I, I have an outlet for you. And you get there and it's one outlet. Yeah. But now you need to plug in your machine, which should get direct connected. Then you need to plug in, I use uh, a magnifying lamp. You know, then you need to plug in to um, sharpen your tungsten. So all of these other additional plugs, you need to have access. The Jackery has it all. It has two plugs. It has places for the USB ports. You could just put everything in and work all off of everything at once. And it doesn't die. I can run a full five, six hour show and I still have 80% battery left at the end. That's awesome. Um, do you know what model yours is? Is it 300? 300. Yep. Yes. And for those watching or listening, you can get that on Amazon. Correct. That's where I purchased mine. I want to say recently they just had a sale on a 20% off or something. Yeah, they do those sales every now and then. Awesome. Anything else that you think people should know or you know, any tips or advice? Just when you hear about, oh, I'm still practicing my what? Keep practicing. You'll yeah. get there. Reach out to us on the Facebook group. We will help you. We will give you tips and tricks and what we do. Um, and ask. Just always, always ask and be trained. Awesome. And make sure that you put out that cert that certification. Because that gives you, that's another talking point as well. That's another talking point with someone like, oh, where did you go? Or, oh, you got certified? And then you can inform them like, yes, you want to make sure that your person that's doing this is certified. You want to make sure that they know what they're doing. You want to, you know, for your own safety, for mm -hmm. just in general. So there are other talking points to do. And don't be afraid to reach out to, to businesses. Yeah, for sure. Everywhere and, then, and anywhere, reach out to. It, that was going to be my next bakeries. question. <laughs> okay, sorry. No, that's good. Like, so you... Like, how do you reach out to businesses? Can you kind of go through that? Sure. So originally I re uh, reached out to the Mint Leaf. And as I said, they had 20,000 followers. I did a few shows there. And then businesses started reaching out to me. But in addition to that, I will either call them. I find that what calling them is better than sending them an email or sending them a Facebook message or something like mm -hmm. that. Because now you're able to answer their questions right on the spot. And you you talk, you answer, you explain, you say, hey, follow my social media, you know, you'll see what I do. And mostly they call you back to schedule an appointment for you to come out. Awesome. And community events are as well a good thing. I'm doing um, Lansdale First Fridays. So I start that in July and I have every, every First Friday booked from here until November. <laughs> so community events, I do food truck festivals. Because food truck festivals have a lot of kid activities there too. Like I yep. do one through Mommy's Little Black Book, which is a local community thing in Pennsylvania. And I reached out to her. I know the owner. And I go to those because she does a lot of kid activities there. So this is something nice for the adults to do. Yep. Love that. Um, well, sweet. Thank you so much for coming on here and 
you know, sharing your advice and tips. We definitely appreciate it. And thank you for trusting linked. Yeah, no, thank you. It definitely set me up for success and hopefully, or I'm sure it does set many other people, but hopefully <laughs> people will see this and want to join us too. Yeah. So if they want to go follow you on like, let's say Instagram or Facebook, what's the best place? Uh, permalinked okay. is my, so it's P-E-R-M-A and then capital L-I-N-K-E-D and I'm an LLC. Perfect. Alrighty. Well, thank you so much. And uh, for those watching, comment below what your favorite piece of advice was. We'd love to know. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.